Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Go Girl podcast and Let's Go Girl Teen Life. If you're new, welcome. My name is Maria. I'm your host. And today, as you can see by the title of this episode, we are going to be talking about high-end beauty products. If you have been around a little while and you've listened to several of the episodes from the podcast, you probably know that I love testing out new makeup and beauty products, both high-end and drugstore. So today I thought it would be fun to do a vid- do an episode really diving into high-end products. Are they really worth the 20, 30, 40, 50 dollar price point versus all of the 5, 10, 15 dollar prices at the drugstore? So which one is a better value for the quality of the product? What are some products that I think is worth, that I think are worth to buy high end? And what are some products to just buy from the drugstore for a better value? And I'm going to share five of my top high end products that if I were to only buy these five products high end, I would be totally fine. These are my top five. If you're going to buy anything high end, this is what you should buy. So again, I love drugstore makeup, but I also know that there's a huge market for high end makeup and it can be overwhelming sometimes with a lot of products going viral on TikTok that are high end, what to spend your money on, what to save your money on because the makeup industry is so big and can be overwhelming. So I hope this episode helps to kind of break it down and help you weigh the pros and cons of high-end makeup and high-end beauty products. Are they actually worth it? Let's talk about it. Make sure you are subscribed and that you are following us over on Instagram, of course, and share, rate, review, do all the things for the episode. I would love it if you would share with a friend. With all that said, let's start talking about some high-end makeup. Okay, so obviously there are a lot of huge makeup brands like Charlotte Tilbury, Too Faced, Benefit, Fenty Beauty, MAC, tons of brands like that, Urban Decay, lots of big, successful, high-end brands that a lot of people are very loyal to. A lot of people go into Sephora to specifically shop these brands, and Sephora has built their company around high-end brands for the most part. Only in the last couple of years do I feel like more affordable brands are starting to go into Sephora stores. But Sephora's different than Ulta because Ulta carries drugstore and high-end. Sephora focuses only on high-end. But Sephora still is a billion-dollar business, and so many people are shopping at Sephora. But if you are on a budget or just someone conscious of the makeup and the money that you're spending on the beauty products and you want to get the best value for your dollars that you are spending on the makeup, you obviously want to know is high-end 
worth it. And it can be quite disappointing. Of course, it's going to happen to everyone if you try a lot of different products. It's disappointing when you spend on a product and it doesn't work out for you. That's why I feel like so many people are doing series like what high-end makeup products are worth it, what are the best reviews, this is the worst and best high-end makeup. And I think it's really valuable to watch those reviews, listen to those reviews, especially before you spend a lot of money on a product. And that, I think, is what my mindset is always going into buying high-end makeup. Drugstore makeup, I feel like I can try a few different things because it's five, ten dollars right? But high-end products, if I'm thinking about spending $45 on something, I'm going to watch several different reviews, TikToks, YouTube videos, whatever, really weighing in people's different skin types, whether it worked for them, whether it didn't, my makeup preferences, etc. because that's a lot of money for one single product. So I think that high-end makeup comes with a lot of different challenges as a consumer. So today... High-end makeup versus drugstore makeup. What is it? Well, I think first of all is packaging over product. I think that packaging bumps up the price and the appearance of products. We all know it that I would say 90% of packaging high-end wise is nicer quality. It's more effort put into it than drugstore products. I would say 90% of the time. I don't know. Do you agree with me? And that causes the price to go up, but it also causes a whole new field of consumers because the packaging is so nice. The packaging is what catches your eye first. High-end makeup does really well because of the packaging. It doesn't really matter if the product is great because if you're a person that does not watch reviews or listen to reviews on makeup products, you're just going into a Sephora to pick up a brow product and a blush. Nine times out of 10, you're going to pick the one with really good packaging and you don't know if it is a great quality. If no one's helping you, you're just picking it up based on the packaging and you're still spending 30, 40, $50. And that brand is making that money, right? And you're spending it. So first of all, packaging over products really sets high end apart from drugstore. And if you are really value packaging, if you really value packaging, high end may be something that you look towards for certain products. If you care about quality, as well and you care about if you only really care about quality I think most drugstore products for you if you want quality obviously everybody wants quality and you're looking for that packaging element I think high-end also when you are buying high-end products I think this is a really great tip especially for people who get overwhelmed if you see a product that you really want to try but it's $40 buy the mini size if you can As someone who has probably a medium to large collection, 
I like to buy mini items because I know I'm not going to use it every single day and it's going to be easier for me to test it out, see if I like it, and then if I do go through it quicker, if I really, really love that product, I can repurchase because some of the high, because some of the high end full size products that I bought one, two years ago, I still haven't gone through the full size. So I think it is a better value, especially if this is your first time buying the product, to buy a mini. Really familiarize familiarize yourself with the product and say, do I really want to spend the full price on this to buy the full thing? And if you do, that's great. That means you found a really great high-end product that was worth it. If not, well, you only spent half that many, maybe $15, $20, same as like a drugstore price, and it's okay. So I think that is a great tip for high-end to make sure that you are choosing products that are actually worth it for you. And to be honest, like I think that YouTube and TikTok has really taken off and shown people that you can have an amazing makeup routine with products that are under $30. I think they've shown that you can have a flawless makeup day with products that are at Walgreens, CVS, and Target. So with all of that, I think that the drugstore is really making a comeback and It just shows you as a consumer that you too can have a full face of drugstore makeup and have it all be under $100 rather than $500 buying everything from Sephora. So would you guys be interested in doing in me doing an episode talking about a full face of drugstore products or a full face of high end products? What would you want to see? What would you be interested in? Let me know over on my Instagram. And I also think that something that high-end has going for it is that they sometimes have better formulas, yes, but the brands also have so much prestige. Like MAC and Charlotte Tilbury and Benefit, as all of these brands that I said, NARS, all of them that I said, there are a lot of people that are really loyal to those brands and continue to buy their products, especially older consumers, older women. And I also think that it's just like something fancy to have. If you have a Charlotte Tilbury product, you just kind of feel feel kind of fancy, right? And maybe it's not the best quality product, but it's the packaging. It's the name. It's like, it's all very much a strategy, I feel, for high-end brands. And it's doing really well for them, right? Because you, you definitely feel a bit fancy if your friend you definitely feel, you know, a little bit, I kind of want that if your friend has a certain, like, high-end product or if you have, like, a high-end palette, you're like, ooh, kind of feel fancy, you know? I feel like that's all in the high-end strategy, if that makes sense. So, and I think that's, again, something that gets people to buy stuff at Sephora. Also, I think a lot of drug drugstore companies own high-end brands. A lot of drugstore companies do. So it may be worth looking into that. Just a quick Google search like drugstore companies that own high-end brands because most of the time they have really similar formulas. Really, really similar. So if you are looking for a specific product, Google that company and say, oh, who are they owned by? 
is there a drugstore company that owns this company that maybe I can get something similar? Because I guarantee you there's something at least a little bit similar that you can try out if you're on a budget or just want to save the money. Also, I think what is contributing to Sephora and so many brands there and a lot of people still shopping Sephora is the fact that most celebrity brands are high end. For example, Rare Beauty is more on the higher end. Ariana Grande's Rem Beauty is on the higher end. Fenty Beauty by Rihanna, obviously higher end. All of those kinds of brands are high end priced. And a lot of people want to buy those products because they are from a certain celebrity. And some of them are really great quality. I like a lot of Rare Beauty products, but people buy them because it's Selena Gomez's brand and it's great quality. But also a lot of people just buy products for the name, again, for the packaging, for the name. So I think by a lot of celebrity brands putting their products into Sephora at a higher price point, they're still attracting such a huge audience that it's not a problem and that a lot of people will still buy it, even if it is a questionable value or quality of the product. And lastly, I think that you should, in general, to make it more worth it, to make your money more worth it when you're spending it on makeup, spend your money on products that you will replace less frequently. Spend your high-end money on products that you will not use up as quickly. Things like bronzers and blushes, foundations, highlighters, eyeshadow palettes, those are the things that if you're going to buy something and you're thinking about buying like a, a eyeliner versus a an, an eyeshadow palette, the eyeliner may be less expensive, but are you going to go through the eyeliner quicker than the eyeshadow palette? I don't know. That's like your call. But if you do end up buying the eyeshadow palette, you're probably going to have it for three, four, five years because they don't really go bad quickly. And I feel like you are going to find that the eyeshadow palette is more worth it than the eyeliner. Okay, let's talk about... So overall, do I think that high-end makeup is worth it? In some instances, yes. In some instances, no. I think when buying, you need to take into account what is your preference. Do you like going for just the packaging? Are you going for like the prestige or the celebrity's name? What kind of products are you buying? Are you going to be using this up quite quickly? Is there a mini size available? Is this really worth my money for the amount of time that I'm going to be using and having it in my collection? Again, watching a lot of reviews, really making sure that this is the right purchase for you. Okay, so let's talk about what to save money on and what is maybe better to buy high-end if you are going to buy something high-end. Starting off with what to save money on, brow products. They're literally so cheap at the drugstore and so good at the drugstore. Brow gels, liners, pomades, etc., etc., etc. So many good options at the drugstore from every single brand. They have an eyebrow pencil, an eyebrow gel, eyebrow like pomade, anything like that they have it 
it's way more worth your money to buy, in my opinion, bra products at the drugstore because you go through them so fast. Mascaras is also another one. People say to toss out your mascara after three months. If you're buying a $50 mascara, that's a lot of money. Just saying. Just saying. Mascara, so many good ones at the drugstore. My personal favorite. Maybelline Sky High. Elf Lash It Loud. Elf Big Mood. What else? The L'Oreal Primer. All of that stuff. Totally worth it at the drugstore. It's a product you're going to be replacing quite frequently and using quite frequently as well. Maybe worth a drugstore price. Another thing, skincare. I think there's great skincare at the drugstore. Most all of my skincare products are drugstore and I love my skincare routine. It works really well for me. I think that you can buy a lot of skincare from the drugstore and they have so many more options nowadays. False eyelashes. This is a big thing. Kiss and Ardell brand are two of the biggest lash brands. They probably are the two biggest lash brands in the whole world. And they're sold at the drugstore. I've bought them for multiple occasions. They work so well. The lash glue works well. You don't need to be out there spending $30 on a pair of lashes. It's not worth it. And eyeliners. Eyeliners are another thing. Lots and lots of options at the drugstore. Things you're going to be going through quite frequently as well. I think it's worth it to buy at the drugstore. Okay, let's talk about things that are high-end that are probably worth it if you were going to pick up something from the high-end price point at Ulta or Sephora. What are some products that are probably more worth it? First of all, eyeshadow. Eyeshadow palettes, they're going to be expensive at a higher-end price point, but you're not going to be replacing them. You're probably going to get quite a few shades. Charlotte Tilbury... Urban Decay is a big eyeshadow brand that has a lot of different eyeshadow options. You can get mini sizes as well. I think they're great. I would go Urban Decay if you're going to buy a high-end eyeshadow. Next is perfume. I honestly have never bought perfume, but I feel like from a lot of the different reviews that I've watched, perfume is better high-end. You're just going to get a better value, and to be honest... There isn't many options at the drugstore. Next is shampoo and conditioner. There have been a lot of different TikToks and things. People saying that drugstore shampoo and conditioner is really bad for her, your hair. It can strip it. It can leave like, stuff in it. I think certain brands are good to stay away from. And certain brands are great to buy high-end if you really value some quality shampoo and conditioner. Maybe buying high-end is good for you. I love Living Proof. That's my favorite one. Uh, Dry Bar has a lot of stuff. Amica, Navy Hair Care, lots of different brands that you can choose from high-end wise. And then last thing, face products, concealers, foundations, and powders. All of those, I think if you find one that really works for you, it could be a great purchase high-end wise. Okay, and then to finish this episode off quickly, I'm going to talk about five of my favorite high-end products that I have ever tried, products that if I ran out, I would probably consider repurchasing it despite 
the high-end price point. So this can just give you an idea of what kind of products I like from high-end from a high-end standpoint. First of all is the Laura Mercier Loose Setting Powder. If you need your makeup to last all day long, if you have a special event, this is the powder for you. You can get it in mini size. I just get the translucent. Sets it all down. If I ever have a special event, you bet you, you betcha, this will be the powder I will be using because it is so, so good. Next is the Tower 28 Blush. This is on the lower side of the high-end price point. I think it's like $25. It is by Tower 28. I think I have it in shade Beach Please. It is a cream blush. So beginner-friendly, so easy, so emollient on the skin. It gives just the perfect like sunburnt look. So many shades to choose from. Doesn't dry out quickly at all. Really easy to just tap in with your fingers, a beauty blender, a little stipple brush, anything like that. Gives you a very natural, glowy, flushed look. And I feel like that is all what we want in a cream blush. Next is Living Proof Dry Shampoo. I've talked about this a million times. By the way, all these products will be linked in the show notes below for you to shop. Anyways, Living Proof Dry Shampoo. I've talked about it a million times. It's my favorite dry shampoo. I will never go back to using another one. I bought like five of them at the Sephora sale last time. Not exaggerating. It is the best. It smells great. Works great. Does not leave little white powdery things. It does not make your hair gunky. Makes your hair smell good. Really feels clean and fresh. I use it all the time. I have the travel size if you want to try it. I just get the regular one. There's also an advanced clean that a lot of people like. Highly recommend if you are looking for a dry shampoo. I have not found one at the drugstore that compares. Next is a mascara. I know I told you don't buy mascara high end, but I got this as a gift and I'm probably going to repurchase it because it is one of the best mascaras I've ever tried. I am a mascara snob. If it flakes or smudges even one tiny bit, mm mm-mm. I'm not using that mascara at all. And this one does not do either. It's the Lancome Definicils. I really have not heard anybody talk about this, but it is so good. If you need length for your lashes, this is it. If you are fine, if you need to find a bottom lash mascara that does not smudge, this is it. I highly recommend it for the bottom lashes, especially. Does not get clumpy, separates every single lash, makes you look like you're wearing false lashes. So good. No smudging, no budging all day long. If I ever need special event, if I know I'm going to be having a long, sweaty, hot day, this is the mascara I'm using. Okay, and the last thing is the Milk Bronzer Stick. I bought the mini size of it. I use it a lot, and I still haven't gone through it all. Again, very, very beginner and user-friendly. You just kind of swipe it on, blend it out. It's a cream bronzer. I think they have a couple different shades. I think I got the lightest one. It's not too orange for me as someone with lighter skin, which is really surprising because a lot of bronzers pull really orange and just make me look like an Oompa Loompa, which is not great, but I still want that like tan to my skin. This is great. It's a matte formula, but it doesn't dry down in like a weird way it goes over foundation perfectly doesn't pick up any of the makeup slide it around it's not slipping around on anything again very easy to blend out you can just put some powder bronzer on top to set it in place and you're good to go
Oh my gosh, you guys. I feel like I talked so fast in that episode. I'm so sorry, but I just get excited. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed the high-end episode. Maybe this gave you a little more insight into high-end products and if they're worth it or not. Gave you some tips the next time that you are planning on purchasing some high-end makeup or beauty products and maybe gave you some recommendations if you're looking to purchase any. If you have a Sephora or Ulta gift card, this is great for that. And maybe just let you know that, you know what, it's great to buy drugstore products too and you can totally make a full face, create a full face and make it look flawless with only drugstore products. So I hope it was helpful for you no matter what perspective you're coming in to the makeup realm with. Again, make sure you are subscribed, that you share, rate, and review the podcast. Follow us over on Instagram. Everything will be linked in the show notes below so you can easily shop. I do not make any money off any of the links. I'm not sponsored. This episode is not sponsored at all. I just like talking about makeup and I hope you do too and I hope you like listening. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you next week. Bye.